Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Founders Day edition of the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Jubilee Radio in Sun City Radio in Keta, Saboba FM in Saboba, A1 Radio in Bogatanga, and Dreams FM also in Bogatanga. We are live on Twitter Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjournalline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. This afternoon, Bank of Ghana affirms it is enforcing a zero financing policy where they will no longer lend money to government to finance its operations after it posted a loss of 60 billion in 2022. I don't think our hands are going to be bent again trying as much as possible not to lend to government again which in the IMF program we have locked that in as zero financing. Mm -hmm. The bank is also justifying the almost 100 million CD spent on fuel and travels as the minority insists on a value for money audit. How reasonable it is for you to spend 97 million on travels. Our currency department is involved in massive currency movements, species movements all over the country throughout the cost of the year. Details of that also this afternoon, government sets out clear conditions governing the sale of houses under the National Affordable Housing Program. So if you earn a certain amount, you'll be disqualified. Once you buy it, you cannot sell. You, nobody will be allowed to buy more than one. Meanwhile, it is raining goodies at the second mini clinic of the Echo Bank. Joy News Habitat Fair will take you live to the West Hills Mall in the Asante. Henny says racism qualifies as a crime against humanity and demands a universal declaration on that. And I invite our leaders to pursue the proclamation of a new universal declaration against racial discrimination, which will have among its elements the elevation of racial discrimination into a crime against humanity. So, we have details from his Emancipation Day speech and in sports, former Black Stars captain Stephen Appiah quashed talk of bad blood between himself and under fire GFA president Ket Okreku and later large number of young women in Ghana turning to sex work using internet-based platforms such as hookup to connect to multiple sex partners. We have many women seeing their bodies as source of income. Then it means you will have to make the body available to multiple men in order to raise enough income. We'll get to hear from the Ghana AIDS Commission, which says the new trend is hampering the fight against the spread of HIV in the country. That and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. In our very first story for this afternoon, the Director of Research at the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Philip Abridiotu, is enforcing a zero financing policy where they are no longer lending money to the government to finance its operations. Speaking on PM Express Business Edition on Joy News, he stated that this policy is one of the measures being implemented to help recover the 60.8 billion cities loss they recorded in 2022 and put the bank in a strong position. George, I don't think our hands are going to be bent again. Um, those steps that are put in place will ensure that we get out of this situation quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you read the forward, the governor's forward in our 
annual, report, annual, annual report. Um, um, four steps have been outlined. Uh, one, one is, 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 is trying as much as possible not to lend to government again, which in the IMF program, we zero have logged that in as zero financing mm. because it's part of the problem. As we speak right now, is the Bank of Ghana fully implementing this zero financing? We are. And why that do you, is an assurance. And why do you ask? We are. Because the concern is that being a lender of last resort, some are saying that government has bullied the Bank of Ghana to be issuing bonds and papers and financing, and that is why the Bank of Ghana has found itself in this current position. Well, but George, if, 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 if we, we, we go against that zero financing, it will have implications for the IMF program implementation, and that might create all sorts of uh, problems for us regarding uh, the triggering of other flows associated with the completion of each IMF review would have missed that critical target. It will become big news. Uh, it could flip into other things as we move mm. along. For the first seven months of the year, uh, we've respected that zero finance. Well, Dr. Bredio to also announced the bank in the future will not share its profits with government. So these profits are no more going to go to, 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 to government anymore. Uh, these profits are going to use to offset the, the, the negative equity that is sitting on our books now. Uh, the second one is that we are moving to optimize uh, our investment portfolios, uh, which we have abroad. Uh, to make sure we derive the maximum possible income. And then the last one, which is, for me, is also very critical, is to ensure that government gets, uh, that the Bank of Ghana gets recapitalized mm. as we move along. Mm. If, you, if you look at the statement, uh, the stated minimum capital uh, is 10 million yeah. Ghana cities. So what exactly led to the central bank posting such a significant loss, Dr. Radio, to blames it on the domestic debt exchange program by government? It is the DDEP that has brought about mm. all of this. But someone says about your exposure as well to the government of Ghana. It's the DDEP. Everybody was exposed in there. It's the DDEP mm. that has brought about all of this. I mean, if out of the loss of 608 53.1 is as a result of the DDEP. If that had not happened, we wouldn't be reporting of a loss of 60. Mm -hmm. And our characteristic was that this is an economy that was moving, that had debt problems, that had physical challenges, that had to undergo a debt restructuring to secure an IMF program. Mm -hmm. And this is the result that, that we had. Mm -hmm. So a huge domestic debt exchange on the people and the Bank of Ghana has been part of the domestic debt exchange. We, what we've done is to act as the last shock absorber. Take that 53 out, it's a loss of 7 billion. Mm. So but the, you think that that one is even normal? Even 7 billion loss, some would say it's quite huge and that could be linked to your operations and how you handle things. Yeah, so, so, so I'm coming. If you look at the other factors as well, we also had exchange rate variations, mm -hmm. also contributing some five billion. George, the macroeconomy and the DDEP in which the economy operated 
2022 was the reason. It tells us one thing. We need to pursue policies to always uh, ensure stable macroeconomic conditions because that is vital. And are we doing that, that in the past? Is- that's Dr. Philip Abridiotu there. He's Director of Research of the Bank of Ghana, speaking to my colleague, George Riafe. The full interview on PM Express Business Edition is available on all our social media platforms, also on myjoyonline.com. Meanwhile, the minority in Parliament is serving notice it will subject some recent expenditure by the Bank of Ghana to value for money audit. The BOG, we are learning, spent almost 70 million CDs on computer-related expenses, 131 million CDs for motor and vehicle maintenance, and also 90 Seven million CDs for foreign and domestic travels, among others. According to acting ranking member on the Finance Committee, Isaac Adongo, a future NDC government will probe these expenditure. The so-called write-off of 32 billion is inconsequential. It has no parliamentary approval. And as a matter of fact, the accounts should be restated as prior actions next year when the auditors get back there, because there is no parliamentary approval. We have not written off any 32 million. Of course, impairment, we don't have a problem with impairment because that is a standard accounting practice. By write-off, they must come under Section 53 of the Public Financial Management Act. And tell Addison I'm waiting for his next conference, press conference. And I want to tell Deloitte and Tooch that we are paying attention to its work at the Bank of Ghana and that it should apply the full impact of the regulatory violation. They cannot go and do this type of work. And I want to tell Dr. Addison that in future, we will subject these numbers to value for money audits. We will understand how it is that it is reasonable to spend $33 million on communication. How reasonable it is for you to spend $97 million on travels. We will perform a value for money audit of the finances of the Bank of Ghana. But the Bank of Ghana, uh, Dr. D- Director of Research, Dr. Philip Abridu, says the expenditure is justified. Mm. But these, this is not fuel that is being given to directors of the bank. Mm. No. George, in 2022, look at where we started the year of as far as crude oil was concerned. Crude oil was around 70. In the course of 2022, it skyrocketed to almost 120 US dollars. Mm. And then finally, it eased off at the end of the year to around 101. What it meant basically was that given our scale of operations and how fuel intensive our operations are, then that item on the balance sheet needed to move up significantly. And that is what is being picked up. Mm-hmm. It's basically a fuel item. But George, then the second question that comes up is what do we do? as a central bank to warrant the significant increase yeah. in, 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 yeah. in fuel. George, the, our currency department is involved in massive currency movements, specie movements all over the country throughout the cost of the year. Mm-hmm. They need to send monies when the banks call in and the banks are saying that we are short of currency here, short of currency there. They do move. Mm-hmm. Supervision department, they do a lot of inspection, uh, the bank branches, they visit them Mm. in a year. That involves a lot of money. Mm. Other financial institutions, Mm. microfinance, they are located Mm. where in the north, in the Mm. south. All these things cost Mm. money. 
Director of Research of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Philip Abredo, to once again. In a related development, the opposition National Democratic Congress has taken on the government over its claims that it has stabilized the economy. Speaking to Joy Nishis Evans Mensa, the General Secretary of the NDC, Fifi Kwete, called out the Finance Minister, Ken Ofuriata, stating that it is another attempt to whitewash the government's mismanagement of the economy. Our friends in government need to basically learn a little from uh, what has happened in the very uh, last two, two, two years. Uh, the kind of collapse we have seen in terms of the economy is one that requires an, a certain amount of humility. Uh, to rush quickly and want to start beating chairs and wanting plaudit, I think is indicating that somehow they have not learned as quickly as they have. By no means can you call this turning the corner. In the first place, further, you can even call turning the corner a situation where inflation uh, has gone up to over 50 percent. And the further you are trying to now bring inflation down to some 30 or a little below 30, you call it turning the corner. Itself is indicating as if the nation has become so low and our, our expectations have become so mediocre that we can even dare want to even celebrate it in other nature. That's not where we are supposed to be. That's the General Secretary of the NDC, Fifi Kwete. Now, government has set out clear guidelines governing the sale of houses under the National Affordable Housing Program. The new initiative launched this week is a collaboration between the state and the private sector to build houses at Pukwasi here in Accra and in Kumasi. Government is targeting 60% of the populace who are deemed capable of buying. Works and Housing Minister Francis Asen Subwachi says income levels will be a key determinant for eligibility. The Ministry of Finance has a program called Home Ownership Fund. That one uh, is a blended financing arrangement between the government and some selected banks that government subsidizes the banks to provide mortgage arrangement, mm -hmm. mortgage facilities to, to, to workers or any, or any person who has a dedicated source of income. Mm -hmm. Okay, that fund is going to help finance 10% of this housing unit. Okay. Originally, the idea was to do more, but we are all aware of our current mm. financial situation. We have worked with the unions, who have, many of them have decided to, to take, provide offtake for these housing units, for their members, teachers, nurses, Guta, traders union. Okay. Yesterday. So it's not only for the public sector? No, 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 no. So in this case, how do you protect those who are really deserving of it, such that it doesn't, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't go into the situation where somebody probably may have so much resources. No, on no, no, no. It's, 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 it's very important. And uh, it's one of the things that we have put in place mechanism to avoid. Because mm -hmm. you don't want a situation where uh, rich people like Elton John <laughs> go and buy five states. <laughs> yeah, but you put in mechanism. First of all, Works and Housing Minister Francis Asen Subwache there speaking to Elton Brobe. Meanwhile, it is raining goodies at the second mini clinic of the Echo Bank during News Habitat Fair, currently underway at the West Hills Mall. Listen to some of the exhibitors. Imran Ashraf is head of sales with Syntex Tank. So, um, as head of sales for Syntex, my job is not only to find homeowners, but also we look at commercial and industrial clients as well. And we're trying to provide an option where the customer can customize the tanks in terms of the car and uh, screening it with their own name or their own logo on the front because branding is becoming a much more, uh, like the awareness of branding is becoming much more important to people now, especially in the commercial sector. So homeowners are more concerned about price, but our commercial clients want to find something unique 
that represents their brand. Aaron Lamte also speaks for cities and habitats. Um, the cost of building uh, is a bit high currently. So, and the income levels of Ghanaians, I think the research by the Ghana Statistical Service indicated that um, over 80% of public workers and less than 3,000 Ghana City. So it means that trying to get your own home become a challenge. So the rent to own concept gives you a timeline of 25 years to spread the cost of the building so that you pay gradually. So as you pay your, uh, in your monthly installment up to the, uh, the um, 30% of the total cost, you move in. So that will be around the fifth or the sixth year. You move in and then you continue paying until you own it after the 25 years. So that is a trend to own. By all means, make your way together with the family to the West Hills Mall. It is a second mini clinic of the Echo Bank. Join News Habitat Fairs. Use your rent money to own your own home. Great, get great mortgage offers. And then also meet a banking partner offering super mortgage opportunities and get the best roofing solutions. It's time to build your own house. Make your way to the West Hills Mall. Now, the Ghana AIDS Commission says a large number of young women in Ghana are taking to sex work in order to raise income and other benefits. The commission says the new modus operandi of such women has been the use of internet-based applications such as hookup to connect to men who are interested in having sex with them. The commission released a 2022 HIV A situational report in which it discovered more than double the number of men who contracted the virus. Director General of the commission has been speaking exclusively to head of our health desk, Fred Smith. But we have more and more young uh, women going into sex work. And some who do not recognize that what they are doing is sex work is actually uh, they are actually um, doing exactly what sex workers do. Uh, explain that. Uh, uh, what I mean is that some of them may not recognize they are doing sex work, but in actual fact they are doing sex work. Uh, in, in what sex way? Sex work is about exchanging, you know, sex for money or for uh, gifts or any other uh, thing, okay? And so here is the case where we have many women seeing their bodies as source of income. And if you use your body for source, as source of income, then it means you will have to make the body available to multiple men in order to raise enough income. And that is where the challenge is. Is that the situation in Ghana here? Do you see a lot of them doing this? Yes, yes. The, the first time we did sex worker population size estimate, that was 2011. The population then was around 50,000. The last time we did it, it was almost 70,000. That is four years after. Now, many of them don't solicit on the streets. They do it what they call on the internet. And so you have hookup where, where uh, a, a, a young lady will go, of course, young men are also doing the same, will go to a client, you know, at an agreed place. And we have some who are also doing it, you know, uh, they operate uh, you know, from a home-based uh, kind of setting. And so it's going on. 
That's the Director General of the Ghana AIDS Commission, Dr. Steve Tremetuahini there, speaking to the head of our health desk, Fred Smith, taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News on Founders Day edition of the Midday News, I must add, which is live on Joy 99.7 FM in, in Accra and in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM and is proudly sponsored by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. We've been talking about the Bank of Ghana affirming it is enforcing a zero financing policy where they will no longer lend money to government to finance its operation after it posted a loss of 60 billion CDs in 2022. Still to come, we have sports where former Black Stars captain Steven Appiah questions talk of bad blood between himself and under fire GFA president Keto Kriku. And then the Asantehene Otunfo say to the second says racism qualifies as a crime against humanity and demands a universal declaration on that. And I invite our leaders to pursue the proclamation of a new universal declaration against racial discrimination, which will have among its elements the elevation of racial discrimination into a crime against humanity. So, Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop self inside your tanku. Hey. Hadja, our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes. Water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water pepepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotok. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports and former Black Stars captain Stephen Apia has cleared the air on his relationship with GFA boss Keto Kriko. Apia earlier this week revealed he has not attended a single Black Stars management committee meeting due to concerns about the processes involved in his appointment last year. Well, this prompted speculation about a potential spot between the former Juventus man and Keto Kriko. Apia, however, denies any rift between himself and Keto Kriko. But who am I to say no if uh, I, I'm given an opportunity to serve? To say no, I will. I will, but it's like how we go about things. I will. I will. I think people should let me look into the camera and people, me, me, I mean, myself and Kurt, we are, we are very, very cool. People think that there is uh, some fracas between the two. No, we are very, very cool. That's a former Black Stars captain, Stephen Apia, there. That's it for sports. Now, the Asantehene Otunfo say to the second, wants racial abuse and racial discrimination to be characterized as a crime against humanity through a new universal declaration by world leaders. He believes racism qualifies as a crime against humanity, which has been defined as acts that include the degradation or humiliation of human beings. He's been delivering a speech on the Emancipation Day celebration in Trinidad and Tobago. What emancipation when every government in Africa is still struggling against severe odds to lift their people from grinding poverty? What emancipation when we still are obliged to look up to our former Kulea masters for support and survival? And what emancipation 
when the descendants of the emancipated slaves so cannot walk the streets of the greatest nations on earth, free from fear for their lives. What emancipation for George Floyd, Steve Lawrence, Fafona, and the endless line of our descendants who have fallen to the feet of racial bigotry across Europe and the United States. So, and what emancipation when even our sportsmen cannot perform without confronting the taunts and hate of mobs because of who they are. So, I believe therefore that over 180 years after the Emancipation Act, it is time for a universal effort to give meaning to emancipation and I invite our leaders to pursue the proclamation of a new universal declaration against racial discrimination, which will have among its elements the elevation of racial discrimination into a crime against humanity. So, well, the Otun Force wants Africans and people of color to stand up against what he describes as an attempt to relegate the black race to the background. We dare not ignore. The new transatlantic debt trade has erupted in a continent of Africa involving the grotesque, heartbreaking spectacle of our most able-bodied young people, paying people to lead them to their death. Men and women, many of them of higher education, are making perilous journeys in search of greener pastures in the lands where our forefathers were forced into slavery. It reflects a degree of despair that has the potential to set our nations further back. And I also know one thing. Giving in to despair does not reflect the African. As king of a mighty warrior kingdom, I can assure you that the African spirit does not cower under adversity. So, if it were not so, we would have been wiped out of the face of the earth as a race long before our time. Africa has been proven to be the cradle of the human race. It was from the shores and forests of Africa that humans first drifted to lands now known as Asia, Europe and Americas. That being the fact, can we not say with pride that our great 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 grandmother, mine as well as yours, is truly the mother and the midwife of the human race? No. Yes, we can. So why should we allow others to steal our pride, ossify our true heritage, and leave us in despair? The true African spirit is to stand up and yell, nay desperandum. So the Asante Hene Otunfose to the second. Well, here back home in Ghana, and August 4 has been declared as Founders Day, and President Akofado has reiterated his conviction that setting aside the day remains an appropriate way to recognize and appreciate the collective efforts of the nation's forebears in securing the independence of the state. He made the accession in an address to the nation to herald the fourth year since the 4th August Founders Day holiday was instituted. The holiday was first observed in 2019. Kwame Nkrumah led the nationalist movement with panache and verve and on 6th March 1957 took us to our promised land of independence, of freedom and justice, for which the Ghanaian people will always be grateful to him. Hence his memorialization on a special day, Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Day, the only Ghanaian to be so honored. 
undoubtedly fellow Ghanaians, that day, 4th August, is clearly the most appropriate day to signify our recognition and appreciation of the collective efforts of our forebears towards the founding of a free, independent Ghana. President Akufado, but former presidential candidate of the Convention People's Party, Dr. Abuzakara Foster, says the current system of governance is not helping Ghana and Africa. All around us now, we see fires, Burkina, <clears throat> Mali, Niger, etc. Why is this happening? Why are people choosing to re-break the, uh, the, the... It started in the 60s, post-Ghana's yeah. independence. It stopped for a while. That democracy has failed us. Democracy has failed us. That the kind of democracy we have chosen to practice has failed us. Why? It has led to exclusion. It has led to disempowerment. Dr. Abu Sakara Foster, now development expert with the University of Development Studies, Dr. Asa Sumaila Mohammed, wants Ghanaians to show more patriotism to the state. Somebody asked me somewhere, does anything called Ghana exist in us? That question is a bit quite tricky. When you wake up in the morning and then they say, or somebody say you have won a jackpot, $1 million, not to go into the one that was found in the bed somewhere, $1 million. And they ask you, what will you do with it? Many Ghanaians will not mention to pay tax. They will probably go straight to buying a house in the UK or in Europe. That is where we are getting it wrong. Now, the state is our own. Then understanding of what is Ghana among Ghanaians, we have a challenge. Because one, if you say you're a Ghanaian, it means that you own the Ghana. If anybody is found to be stealing money from Ghana, you'll be angry with that person, even if it's your father or your mother. Because collectively, 